Hello everyone, this is Chris Carlton. We've got Tierra Salitros today coming to us from Rome. Tierra does a really great job of two things in this interview, well, everything, but she talks about how she took a solo trip, which I definitely recommend to everyone, and I don't think enough people do while they're studying abroad, and she talks about how that kind of enlightened her. And she also talks about how her and her roommates do a really thorough job of saving during the week so they can take trips during the weekend. She also talks about some little some travel hacks and like where like staying at Airbnbs outside of the city. So it's really good if you're viewing studying abroad as a platform where you can do a lot of traveling on your trip. All right, enjoy and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. The three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick, they don't think it's safe, and the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that, find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey, and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton, and this is the Study Abroadcast. Hello everyone, this is Chris Carlton. I am here with Tierra Salitros, and welcome to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. Tierra is visiting us from Rome, Italy. Tierra, thank you very much for being here and welcome to the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. All right. So when did you get to Rome? Uh, so I arrived in Rome, uh, I think it was like August 20th, I think. Oh, okay. So are you there for the semester? Yep. I will be here until I think like five days before Christmas. So just ah, perfect. home and time to holidays. Yeah, nice. <laughs> And okay, so let's let's get into it then. Well, tell me about why did you pick Rome, and did you go and just tell me about your experience before leading up to when you left, all the way from meeting to your advisor to applying to scholarships or doing specific programs, signing up for classes, passports, all that stuff. How how was that experience for you? Um, okay, so basically I started college kind of not knowing what I wanted to study, what I wanted to do, and I kind of went out on a whim and like took a leap of faith and tried to get into the College of Design, and I actually ended up being accepted into the graphic design program at Iowa State, and they, from the very beginning, they mentioned like the study abroad program your senior year, so we are all seniors here in the fall program. And basically, I just knew from the start, like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to go, like, see the world, all that stuff. And so, um, let's see. So, junior year, spring, we took some classes, started learning about, like, the application process and, like, applying into the program. And once you get in, then I guess you start planning your trips and start planning, like, the abroad experience. And, yeah, it was it's a great opportunity. And... So what Iowa State is kind of cool about is they have like their own college in Rome, Italy. So basically like I go to the Iowa State University College of Design in Rome, Italy. So like I have a lot of professors that I've had before and then we have some Italian professors as well. And it's just an awesome program that they do. So I didn't really get to decide where I wanted to go. So that's kind of a bummer, but I got to or I still get this opportunity to come here and travel on the weekends, so. Yeah, okay, so it sounds like everyone's program or whatever they're doing is a little bit different. I've interviewed a few people that have done the same, they're doing the same like third-party program, but so it sounds like, so you're in design, so it's part of the design major, and it's the same curriculum as you would have had, but you're just doing it in Italy. Yeah, so, exactly. But you do have a few Italian professors, but it's all Iowa State students that you're going to classes with? Yeah, yep. So I'm going to class with P2 
people I've gone to class for the past three years with. So kind of oh. cool. And then now is this is this a requirement or is this is this optional to, with with this design program? Um, so the requirement to graduate is you either have to have an internship or do a three week um, study abroad course in the summer or go abroad for the whole semester in the fall. Okay, okay. So then it's would it be safe? Is is it an exchange that you're doing almost? Um, I wouldn't say an exchange. It's just what, kind yeah. of like what a, would you what would yeah. you call it then? It's just it's kind of <laughs> it's just you're you're there and you're taking the classes and it's awesome that you've got your same professors and group of people. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess you could call it an exchange. <laughs> no, okay. Now, are you going to are you going to a campus? Is that where the classes are? How does that work? Um, basically, it's um, just one building that has I think like five rooms and it's like the traditional Italian like architecture and it's just beautiful with like the wall decoratives and everything. So we just, yeah, go to class there and that's it. And then you said you didn't get to pick Rome. So is it like they do a different location every semester? Nope. It's the same exact college. So every, okay. So they're always going to Rome. That makes sense with design. Okay. And (laughs) did you, did you have to, or did you, did you apply to any scholarships or grants or anything like that to do this? Um, I didn't. Um, some of the scholarships and grants just didn't work out. So, yeah, that wasn't but in my... Is the tuition the same as you'd be paying at Ohio or Iowa State? Yes, the tuition okay. is the same. Yep. Okay. So, and then, yeah, room and board, and then you're just paying, paying for the plane ticket, and then obviously you're going to want to travel and do little things. So I know that's yeah. a little more costly, but... Uh, yeah but it's definitely worth it uh yeah no no no. yeah you're already bubbling about it (laughs) and did you but before you left i'm assuming this is the first time you've lived outside of the country did you have any fears or doubts prior to leaving um i'm gonna be honest i have known that i wanted to do this since i was like little and knew that that was an option so i i honestly didn't have any fears like going abroad i've kind of just been a person who like picks up and goes and always has their bags packed and ready to yeah, go wherever. Definitely. So that was like I mean, me too. It's obviously like anyone's fear and going over and it is a little expensive when you add up like your total costs with food and um, obviously your plane tickets and bus tickets and train tickets, like it all adds up at the end, but it's so worth it. And like I've worked and saved for it since I was, since I knew it was a thing, so. Nice. <laughs> Since you knew it was a thing, well put. No, yeah, I ask people that. I ask people all the things they have to do leading up to it. And for me, maybe I should rephrase the question a little bit because it's more exciting. I, I think I compared it to, like, shop. it's almost like shopping for a car with everything like that you're researching, going into it, and you're seeing where to go and where to eat and what to do. And there's only so much you can do before you get out and actually test drive it. So... Yeah, you definitely have that more excited feeling, right? Yeah, for sure. So now that you've been in Italy so far, has has living abroad changed your view of the world at all since living just in the United States? Um, Definitely. Like, hands down, um, my view on the world is so different. Like, I've tried to keep it as, like, open-minded as I have, like, the past however many years, like, since college. Like, obviously learning new cultures, learning like even just going off to college is like a whole new perspective, but coming over here and like putting yourself 
in a completely different environment. And like, basically we're kind of just like the guests here. Like it's not about like our journey. It's kind of like we get to experience like everyone else's life and see how they live. And it's just like taking in a whole new world and it's opening my mind up to like so many different things and so many awesome opportunities that I'm like so grateful to have. And it's just a great experience. Yeah. So I see, I see you're in, can you maybe explain your living situation to me? How, how does that work? Are you in your dorm right now or where, where do you stay? Um, yeah. So basically we have um, apartment housing for all of the students that are Iowa State students. And so I live with two of my best friends that I met through graphic design at Iowa State. And yeah, it's like these three little twin beds in a room and we have uh, four other roommates. So it's seven girls living in one apartment on like, the very top floor so it's a lot of stairs to climb and but we oh, yeah. figured out how we all tick and still learning every day and being patient with each other and stuff so it's definitely a learning thing but I love it and I love all my roommates so it's a good good experience yeah I I know so it's kind of funny that you say this are you from Iowa I'm not I'm from Minnesota actually you're from Minnesota okay but yeah. I don't know where from Minnesota you're in but I, there's a reason, I forget what it is, but there's a reason they put, they did this in the beginning with college campuses and why they're in small towns kind of out there. And if anything, studying abroad is just, yeah, you get to the international experience, but it's also practice and living in a big city. So if after you graduate, if you plan on going to a big city and you'd never lived in a big city, it's almost like a dress rehearsal for it. I remember when I did it, I got used to riding the subway and I had never ridden the subway before. So that was a whole thing. So if anything, I mean, you, you mentioned walking up all the flights of stairs and I've, I've had friends that lived in New York and I definitely know that's that's an issue or something that you've got to deal with on a daily basis. But it's just nice to be in an urban environment like that and see what it's like to live there. Yeah, it's definitely been a learning experience. I Yeah, like you said, um, a big campus in a small town. So basically, you can walk from one side of the campus to the other in Iowa. So it's just like I walk everywhere. But here, like, I've had to learn the bus system, the train system, like even the train to and from the airport. Like, it's just a constant, like, learning experience. And like, even like the other countries we go to and my roommates and I, when we travel, we try and like save as much money as possible so we stay like 40 minutes outside of like the main city so it's like a bunch of like practice and learning like how the train and bus systems work and like even other countries so it's such a cool experience and yeah I haven't been a person that likes big cities I like grew up kind of north of Minneapolis but, but living here in the city is definitely different and I mean I appreciate it a lot more now that I've like lived in it but I don't know. We'll see where I end up no, in the yeah, future. It's, it's exactly like you, you now you know what it's like a little. So Yeah, for sure. So you were taught you mentioned that you stay this, I've never well, I don't want to say I never, but I've that's interesting how you go to these places. You've been to other cities I'm assuming so far and you stay kind of outside to save and then you've got more that you can spend in the city and go out to eat and things like that or I don't know whatever it is that you're doing excursions. I know that's a term that people use when they're studying abroad that you don't really use when you're living in the United States or living at home. But have you taken any trips yet or have you been anywhere outside of Rome? And then also, do you plan on going anywhere before you, before December 20th? <laughs> uh, yeah. So actually I've traveled pretty much or every weekend. I think I've had one weekend in Rome and I have the rest of my weekends booked. 
actually like just got back from Dublin like two days ago. And then tomorrow morning I'm leaving on our North field trip with our class and we're going to uh, like Zurich, uh, Milan, Venice. We're taking like a whole trip. So I'm super excited for that. But yeah, I've been quite a few places already. <laughs> uh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and then, so now you're doing this program. What would you tell a student or a friend maybe who's on the bubble about studying abroad and maybe they don't have that that group, that graphic design base that you do, but they still want the international experience and they want to get out of the country a little bit and that whole once-in-a-lifetime opportunity thing? What do you tell a student in that situation? Um, oh. I think what I would say is, um like why not like why what do you have to lose like why not take the opportunity to like grow and be like the best version of yourself and if you have like that support system behind you and the opportunity like I just I don't know I guess why not like what do you have to lose <laughs> and okay no that's that's good advice and what um I've got to ask you now about the the food that you've had you've been to all these places and you're in Rome but is there is there something that sticks out that you've never tried in the United States or that you wish was in the United States that you haven't had yet or that I mean excuse me that you have had that you really want to try again or um yeah that was a or that's a tough question um I'm I love obviously love food love eating a variety of food like I have no like preference on Italian versus Chinese versus anything so I mean, I'm trying to, I honestly haven't had like the most, like everyone says, like when you go abroad, like the food is amazing and it definitely is. But I mean, this is kind of lame, but my roommates and I, like we try and save as much money like during the week so we can like splurge on the weekend. So we like grocery shop and get like fresh food from the markets and grocery stores. So like my favorite kind of meals are like our um, we put like Brussels sprouts, peppers, like avocado and like crackers and noodles and like mix it all up. And like, that's like an everyday meal that you can have in the States, but like we do it here and it's like kind of what I look forward to all the time, which is kind of lame, but <laughs> obviously like the gelato is amazing here and the cappuccinos and coffee are on a different level, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like the small things that are cool here too. So with all this traveling, that that does sound really good than that, <laughs> that you described and healthy too, right? Just kinda, yeah. <laughs> that's what a lot of people just eat healthy and save during the week and then let it rip on the weekends, I guess. <laughs> what um can you tell me is do you have like an epic travel story yet or something funny that's happened to you or something that you tell at a dinner party maybe? Um <laughs> I don't know if like what you consider epic or like what you'd like share at a dinner party. It's but... funny because everyone has their own, everyone <laughs> thinks that it's not or it, it, their story isn't, but it usually turns out to fit the description. So it's something interesting worth noting. But yeah, tell me something. Um, yeah. So I, before I came abroad, I was told by a friend of mine that like you have to take a trip alone, like you have to take a solo trip. And at first I was like, no way am I doing that? Like, I don't even know where I'm going. Like it's Europe. And like, my parents were like, no way. Like you're not doing that. You're, you're a young girl. You're not going anywhere by yourself. But then like, I started thinking about it and I started doing a lot of research on, I'm, I like hiking a lot and backpacking. So I started like researching the best like backpacking and hiking trails of Europe. And I just like found so many places. It was like so hard to pick one, but I finally, um, 
actually like the Alps, the Swiss Alps and the French Alps have been on my bucket list since I was like a kid and learned how to snowboard and all that stuff. So I just like knew that I had to go to the Alps. So I found like this blogger who had like this whole trail system mapped out and I did like his exact like trail route and I had it all booked out, had my planes figured out, my train figured out, my bus system, like a place to stay. And I like sent like a Google doc of like every scheduled thing to my parents. And I was like, Hey, I'm going on this trip. Like here's, so you know where I am. And they knew like if they said no, like I was still going to do it anyway. So I ended up um, going to the France Alps. I think it was like two weekends ago and I, I flew in, I think late Friday night and ended up taking a bus that got delayed like two hours. So I showed up in Chamonix, France at like 11 PM and there, it was just a pitch black town and I'm alone, had no idea where to go. Uh-huh. My dead and I just was just struggling. So I finally found um, an open restaurant and went in and, charged my phone and talked to the lady and there was a huge language barrier so like we did our best with like pointing on like maps and stuff and she helped me figure out where to go and I had some dinner and I needed um, a lot of food for the next day because I had my huge hike all planned out so uh, I had to wake up super early to start my hike on time to like make it down to the bottom by the end of the day so you were were already late right yep Yeah. yeah okay so I found my place luckily that night and then the next morning I woke up at like 6 a.m. to go find any open grocery store, any food or anything. And I ended up seeing like a grocery store just light up like a Christmas tree at the end of the road. And so I went there, got some fuel for the day and started my huge like 10 hour hike and ended up just being alone on the mountains in the Alps. And it was the coolest experience I've ever had. I like saw more animals than people that day. It was amazing. (laughs) And then uh, the afternoon, I ended up reaching uh, Lake Blanc. It's a kind of more touristy attraction now in the Alps. And there was a ton of people up there. But uh, yeah, so then I ended up finishing the day, finishing my hike and just hung out the rest of the weekend in Chamonix, France. And it was just a really awesome opportunity and experience to like do it on my own and it was just awesome that you can like put yourself in that position and be able to be fine on your own. <laughs> it was awesome. And you had enough food. Yes. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So aren't you so happy that you did go alone? Tra- traveling alone. Yeah, it is different. And actually a lot of the, ad- some of the advisors that I interviewed talk about traveling alone and it's, and it's kind of like, I don't want to say a rite of passage, but it's something that you do and that it'll, it'll change you. So when I asked you the first question about how has it changed your view of the world, probably that changed your view of traveling too. Oh, for sure. Cause you kind of, I have, my friends and I have talked about it, that like when you're alone or when you're in groups of people traveling, like you're constantly like worrying about other people. Like, where's this person? Where's that person? Like, did they make it through the line? Like, did they get their food? Like all that like random stuff. But like when you're alone, it's literally just you and you get to like, just think about yourself and like be alone and like observe everyone else and just like be in the moment as like cliche as that sounds, but you're just really like just in the moment and getting to experience it in such a different way. And with the like language barrier that weekend, I like barely said any words to anyone because like no one spoke English. So it was just like really hard that 
I guess I didn't, yeah, I probably didn't talk like the whole weekend. It's just something interesting that you can like be quiet and like not have interaction with people for that amount of time, I guess. Just changes things. How, uh, yeah, that's, no, that's a really good story. It makes me want to go hiking now. And, <laughs> and then you got back okay for school and everything was, everything was good? Yep, yep. Okay. And every weekend so you've been to you said you just got back from dublin right yeah where where else have can you tell me where else you've been so far um so i've been to a lot of places in italy because we yeah my first weekend we went to a smaller town in italy called sperlonga and that was really cool that was a no english like no tourist kind of town so we got a lot of stares that weekend because we were just this big group of american students just on the beach just having like yeah. fun and swimming in the ocean and um let's see where did i go the next weekend um i'm gonna look at my calendar <laughs> we've been we went to paris that was really awesome um like i said the french alps uh we've been to pompeii and naples in italy um, Greece and Cinque Terre was really awesome. And then one of my favorite trips that I've been on is the Dolmites, which is like a Northern mountain range in Italy. And that was super awesome. My friend Stacy and I did that and we took a 10 hour bus ride, um, all the way. And that was another, uh, another late arrival on Friday night that we had dead phones and had to find a small town pizzeria to give us directions and ended up like having to take a cab like 40 minutes outside the city and it was just really bad but that was another like hiking and super awesome experience and beautiful place so if you ever get a chance to go to the Dolomites I highly recommend. No so it sounds just an action-packed time and that's I think that, <laughs> that's how I'm going to highlight your article is just kind of live just save and live frugally and industriously as ben franklin once put it during the week <laughs> and then just go crazy on the weekends and that's yep. kind of sounds like what you're doing yeah and um do you have any book recommendations or maybe a media recommendation like a blog app or website that you use um like for like people that study abroad or just myself in general either or either or yeah um well, I could start with like if you do come abroad, like Google Maps, your best friend. Like literally, we use it for everything, and it's so easy. It gives you the directions to the train, the bus, the flight. Like it's amazing. Um, and then Skyscanner, that's how we find all our cheap flights. Like you can get like forty dollars tickets to Paris one weekend, and that's super awesome. And then Flixbus, that's a good one. And then for Italy, we use Train Italia, so we have the app for that. Um, and then Airbnbs are awesome. They're such a great deal, a great experience. Is but, that, is um, that yeah. when, when you guys are doing yeah. that and you're staying 40 minutes outside of the city and going, is that what you're usually doing as an Airbnb? Yep, yep. So we're, we kind of pick the cheapest Airbnb. And if it's 40 minutes away, it's 40 minutes away. But that's how we get to travel every weekend. We're just kind of spending our money like where it makes sense to, I guess. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, but for myself, um, I'm actually reading a book right now called Let My People Go Surfing. It's by the founder of Patagonia, and he talks about, um, like, sustainability and how their company is, like, 
obviously being sustainable and using like or leaving their smallest ecological footprint so that's been like super inspirational especially being in a different country and I'm actually doing a project on sustainability for my graphic design course so it goes hand in hand and it's pretty cool awesome I recommend that (laughs) no yeah when I was in eighth grade I did a project on Patagonia and I think I (laughs) yeah I just remember the Iditarod and I don't know. I don't remember that much about it, but I know it's a cool company. So yeah, super awesome. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that is, that is all I have, Tiara. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, yeah, other than, yeah, I guess how you found my, my blog, that's how my family's been keeping track of my travels. And oh yeah. Stuff. So I'm sorry. That, if anyone needs yeah. I'll definitely put a link to that in, in your show notes. That's awesome that you're doing that. Yeah, I think everyone should do that as opposed to just Facebook or Instagram or whatever they're doing. It kind of separates separates yourself, and then it turns into something that you can keep going after you get back and kind of turn it into a digital resume or something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I'd recommend, like, anyone that does study abroad to, like, look into the possibilities of, like, internships abroad or anything, like, with your school because mine is actually through Iowa State, so it's pretty awesome that they – give those opportunities to people so nice pretty cool all right well tiara thank you very much guys live, leave an honest review of the show let me know how i'm doing connect with me on social media tiara thank you very much for being here and we'll talk to you again soon thank you all right bye hey guys i hope you enjoyed the show be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews there's a lot of good information You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right, thanks a lot.